Psalm 27 verse 1. Look at what the word of God says. The word of God says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I want as this, as the word of God is coming, as this scripture is entering your being, I want you to be speaking in the language of the spirit. Be speaking in the language of the spirit, but be on mute. The word of God says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Verse 2 says, When the wicked advanced against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who stumble and fall. Verse 3 says, Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fail. My heart will not fail. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. I want you guys to pay attention to verse 4. The word of God says, one thing I have, I, I ask for the Lord. Another version says, one thing that I have desired of the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. You can end the screen one thing that I have desired of the Lord. Look at the desire of David. I did a whole teaching about this. Intimacy, the place is on our podcast. You can go and have a, look, have a listen. One thing that I have desired of the Lord is to dwell. All the days of me. Let that be your desire. And by virtue of the word of God that is coming today this will quicken a desire in you to dwell in the corpse of god all the days of your life all the days of my life oh jesus all the days of my life understand something desire i didn't even want to teach about this but let's go there desire has a root Desire has a root. Whatever you feed your desire with, it will produce a kind. So if you have a hunger and a desire for Jesus, the fruit of that is intimacy. We'll get there. We'll get there. I didn't even want to teach about this. One thing that I have desired this year, this year, listen to me, this year, all of you guys, you should be listening to me. And if you don't already, you have your notebook and your pen, you should go and sort out yourself, okay? This year, above all else, your academics, uh, revision, uh, yeah, 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 exams, or oh, have work, have uni, yeah, 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 all these excuses. One thing that I have desired, make him your focal point. Make him your goal. Make him your only quest, your only, all, all what you want to do is to see the word of God that has been spoken upon your life manifest. Because every single week, week in and week out, I always tell you that before you were created, words were spoken about you. Words were spoken about you. It's not just to do with your education. No, don't get it wrong. Don't don't miss the don't miss the important thing here. It's not just about your job. No, it's not just about. There is a call of God so strong upon your life that requires intimacy. And that requires your fellowship with the Lord. So why do I always press on about being in the word of God, being a person of prayer? Because without these elements, you will never be able to walk in the fullness of the manifestation of, of the call of God upon your life. Your life will be wasted. If you go to the people, I always make this statement that the richest place in the entire world is the graveyard. Why? Because so many people have died without walking in the exact core of God in their lives. So they died, they went to go be with the Lord. Don't let that be your life. Don't waste your life. Let instead Jesus waste your life on him. 
how can a man say apostle paul said to, to to die is gain that doesn't even make psychological sense if you actually study that and you try and do an analysis really it actually doesn't have meaning what is he trying to say jesus waste your life on me somebody say jesus waste your life on me jesus waste your jesus, life waste your life on me it's your life on me jesus waste your life on me Unmute yourself and say, Jesus, wish your life on me. You're unmute and you're looking at me. Jesus, wish your life on me. Jesus, wish your life on me. Jesus, wish your life on me. Ah, when you find him and you sit in him and you rest in him, oh, Jesus, your life will change. Your life will change. Make your desire to find him. Make it be your desire to find him. Make it be your desire to seek him. Make him make it be your desire to dwell in his courts all the days of your life, every single minute. Your thoughts are conditioned with the thoughts of God. Your speech is conditioned with the speech of God. Your heartbeat is conditioned with the burdens of God. Let that be your life. The word of God talks about how Enoch, he walked with God and was not. How does that make sense? A man reached dimensions of God. He was so intimate with God that God just had to take him off the face of the earth. Let that be your testimony. Let that be your testimony. Don't think about Instagram followers and condition your mind to find him. Hide in him, hide so deeply in him that when a man or the people that you have been called to, when I say a man, I don't mean like a husband. When a man, the man, the men, look how some of you guys are smiling when I said man. Hey, you guys, when a man, when I say man, I mean the people that you have been called to. The word of God says that, Esther, the word of God says that. Your people will be willing in the day of your power. So you need to hide so, 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 so deeply in God that those people will have to find you so, so deeply in Him. Let that be your testimony. Let that be your testimony. Or somebody say hallelujah. Oh, the power of God is so strong in this place. Or somebody say a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. a big Jesus. Someone say a big Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Bless the name Jesus. of the living God. Bless the name of the living God. So we are still on our we are still on our series, Love Reconciling Humanity. Love reconciling humanity. Love reconciling humanity. And last week we had mainly a prayer session. I touched on a few things, and I will be going over some of those points again, just to reinstate it back into your heart. And we went through. This is like our third, third, our third part to our series, right? So we've spoke about so many different things, and we have journeyed throughout the scripture to see the actual intent of God when He created man. Love reconciling humanity. Love reconciling humanity. So, last week, the week before last week, we spoke about the fall of man. We spoke about how man introduced a mutated being into the human strand. That the Lord had an idea for man, but because man fell, the idea was now vanished. The, the idea was not really actualized to the, to, the, to the potential in which it was supposed to be actualized. Because men fell from the glory and the innate habitat in which they were created in. So God in his wisdom now had to implement a strategy to ensure that men do not remain in the state that they were in. Are you guys understanding that? 
Let Telev round up his speaking in the language of the spirit as the word of God is coming. Shabala, Zabala, Jabala, So what did God have to do? He had to now implement a strategy to ensure that men do not remain fallen. So Genesis 1 verses the number 26. Genesis 1 verses the number 26. The word of God says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image. So, everyone, I want you to get your physical Bible and highlight these words. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Then God said, let us make man in our image. We can end the screenshot. So God created man in the image of himself. And I told you guys, Gloria, you can end the screen share. So I told you guys that when the word of God talks about image, it's talking about not physical image. Remember, I talked to you guys about this. I'm not talking about physical image. It's talking about how God has created man as spirit beings. So you are a spirit being. That's why when you go to the book of John chapter 4, the word of God says that men, Jesus said that you will no longer worship in the temple. These people will now worship me in spirit and in truth. Why? Because God is spirit. So because God is spirit, the way you have fellowship and koinonia with God is by your spirit. So the reason why we speak in tongues is to energize our spirit, to touch the frequencies of God so that his idea and his plans for us can be communed. We can now download the actual intent of God for why we are on the earth. so god created man in the image and in the likeness of god in the image and in the likeness of god in the image i want you guys to really 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 pay attention to that in the image and the likeness of God. So God knew that when men fell, what he had created had fell out of him. Meaning that the image, not his image, but the image of the man has now been distorted. It has been changed. It has been, it has been completely, you know, it has been morphed. It has been mutated. So to restore man back to the image, he had to present his image and the image of God is Christ. What did I say? The image of God is who? Christ. The image of God I mean, is Christ. So because men have now fell out of the image, God had to portray his image and his image is Christ. So when I say Jesus, I'm calling the fullness of God. I'll get to that bit. When I say Jesus, I'm calling God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Because the fullness of God is inside of Christ. So that, that is why when God, when Christ died on the cross, God died on the cross. Because Christ is God and God is Christ. So God had to make himself a form that he is not. That's why the word of God says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So God had to make himself flesh to die, to reconcile you back to himself. Love reconciling Made in the image and the likeness of God. So God, know, God knew that the countenance of the man has now been destroyed. Why? Because he has, the man has now fell out of the initial intent are you guys understanding this? Wave at me if you understand me. Here we don't eat uh, sweets. We don't eat cake with chew bones. So you have to be paying attention. Okay, with chew bones. Well, you guys know me. You guys will be getting bones and uh, red. Not any small, small. Uh, uh, not, 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 not. 
So his creation that he created was dead. So he had to design a mechanism, as I said, to revitalize his creation. And remember what I said last week, the same way when you go to the hospital, who has seen some before? When you go to the hospital, they use the machines, the defibrillators to bring people back to life. This week, I was nearly about to use one, nearly this close to use it on someone. Yes, I was so close to use it on someone. They use the defibrillators to bring people back to life, to install life in them. So the great physician called God used Christ as his defibrillator to bring you back to him. The idea of Christ was to initiate life in you. Was to initiate life into your being. Because when God looked at the surface of the earth, when after men fell, all he could see was, was dead. Because he is life and because you fell out of him, everything that he saw was dead. Everything that he saw was dead, had no potential had zero potential at all. John chapter 1 verses number 1. So the, the medium that was used to reinstate life back into humanity was Christ. John 1 verses number 1. I want us to see something from scripture. You guys should know the scripture. I always quote the scripture. Why? So it can be in your spirit. You, sh- you guys should know the scripture of your heart. Look at what the word of God says. Yes, that's the that's the scripture. That's fine. Just scroll down for me. Shantala Vrandos Kavalema Nuze Kevara Kumarendia. Yes, look at what the word of God says. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Chapter verse one. Gloria verse one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with god the word was god in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god so in the beginning i always made this statement that the word of god is god the word of god is god so that's why the word of god says if you continue to read the word of god says that the word became flesh and it dwelt among us because in the beginning was the word so in the beginning was christ the word was Christ and the word was in Christ, making sure that you be reconciled back to Christ because that's where you were created from. That is where you were created from. So the medium was Christ to reconcile you back to himself. It has always been Christ. So I made this statement last week that all that God did from, genera- from, from Genesis to Revelation was to reintroduce life, reintroduce Christ back into your being. He knew that he was life. So when he died on that cra- cross and he said, it is finished, it is done. And he said, Eli, Eli, he said, why have you forsaken me, God? He was doing an exchange. He was exchanging, because he was life, that was dying. He was exchanging life for your death. You were dead. Remember, I made that statement uh, last week. You were dead. So there had to be an exchange. But this exchange couldn't be a rabbit. It couldn't be a frog. God had to die as a man to reconcile you back to him. To reintroduce the place of glory and to reintroduce the place of life into your life. So if you have something that is dead in your life and you claim that you are a believer, there's something that you don't know. You, you are, there's something that you don't know. And that's very dangerous. Because the reason why Christ came to die was to, well, to give you life so you can exude life. Oh, woman of God. And I just feel like I've been struggling with yeah, 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 yeah. And I just feel like yeah, 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 yeah. There's a life that you haven't touched. There is a well that you haven't drank from. That's why the woman at the well, Jesus said that there is there is there is a fountain, there is a, there is there is something that there is a type of water that you drink that will never cause you to thirst again. 
it will never cause you to thirst again. Life, that is, that is life. And what does the word of God says after that in John chapter 4? The word of God says that she went to others, bringing them. They look at this man who knows everything about me. So because she encountered life, she gave life. What are you giving? Are you a life bearer? Do you bear life? Are you able to exude the fullness of the life of God? If not, you, you, you've got some digging to do. There is a knowledge, there is a realm that you need to enter. There is an accuracy that you haven't touched. There is an accuracy that you have not touched. There is an accuracy. There is a knowledge that you haven't entered. No, 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 no. You can see your education is looking like a... Like something. You can see your finances are looking like something. And you're sat there. Because you are life, you have to learn to speak life into things that are dead. Because that the only way that life has the ability to penetrate things is by your words. That's why the word of God says the word became flesh. So you need to learn how to use your mouth to alter the, 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 the conditions of things. So when Jesus arrived at the tomb of Lazarus, all he had to say was Lazarus. He didn't have to lay hands, he spoke. So learn to speak. That's what I'm teaching you today. Learn to speak. Oh, woman of God, and I just feel like my family, we are just struggling. That is your error. You said that you are struggling. You will remain struggling for the next five years. Why? Because you have subjected your life to that struggle. I just feel like, number one, there's so many errors with that, with that statement. Number one, you're feeling, you're feeling like you're struggling. What has the word of God says, said, said concerning you? What has the word of God said concerning you? I am a light to nations. I set captives free by my hand. Many people come to the rising of my light. The Lord is my salvation. I fear nobody. That is your life. That is you. That is you. That is who you are. Some of you guys, you sit there. Ah, you let the devil come and do boxing with you. You're not serious. Allowing the devil to come into your house, to come and do box, do boxing. You box your mom, box your dad, box your siblings, and you'll be sat there. Are you not a priest? What does the priest do? The priest, if you study carefully the book of Leviticus, the word of God says that the priest offers sacrifice on the altar. That the, that, that the fire will be continually burning on the altar. You get on your knees one night. You say, no, my family cannot end like this, no. No, shagadaga, igagagaga. Instead, we wanna go, and I just feel like, ying, 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 and you're crying, crying. My education, and it's just getting so overwhelming. And my education, and this, and this, and this. Grow, grow muscles, okay? Grow muscles, grow muscles. Grow muscles. You can see that something isn't going right. Get a scripture in the night. The word of God says that while men slept, while men slept, while whilst men were sleeping, oh, you're awake. I changed the destiny of this household. This this thing that has been going on in this household for years and years, I put an end to it because me, I reverse curses. He made the open spectacle of them. Let it be your life. No, no. You can see that there's this one sin. Every single time you are sinning, this same thing, this same, 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 same. You need to go. You need to be fire on the altar. Let that be your life. Let people call you crazy. 
is good. That's how you know that you're doing well. When people say that you're going mad, you say, yes, thank you, Lord. This is how I know that I'm, I'm there. The word of God talks about how Elijah, he put his head between his knees. He closed the heavens for two and a half years. I'm saying these things to stir you to be not only a person, but being a per not only being a believer, being a believer who knows how to engage God. Being a believer that you know the burdens of God. You know what God is doing today. You know what God, you know, you just know. So remember what I said, when, when the Lord looked on the earth, all he could see was death. All he could see was everything that he saw was death. But there was one man that stood out to him and that man was Abraham. So when he saw Abraham, he didn't see the same death that he was seeing with all the others. But Abraham, he saw a potential to communicate life back to humanity. And I made this statement last week. When the Lord sees you, what does he see? Does he look at Amma and say, Amma, I know Amma. I know Amma will be able to take generations for me. I know I can depend on Victoria. Why? Because I know that she, she will be able to take nations for me. I know that I will be able to communicate life through the vessel of, of Emma. Why? because I know that she is so aligned with my purposes and my plans. There are thoughts of God when he looks at you. There are some things that the Lord will not be able to trust you with. Why? It's not because you don't love him, it's because you haven't, you, you, you haven't grown. You have not, you have not at all. Second Corinthians 2 verses 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21. I want us to see something in scripture. So remember what I said. Remember what I said. When he saw Abraham, he saw potential. He saw potential. 2 Corinthians. Chapter the number 5. Verses the number 21. Look at what the word of God says. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. So that in him... We, make, we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Can everyone hear me? Yes, please, we can hear you. Amazing. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Wow. What's a statement? Somebody that knew no sin became sin for you. So in other words, glory, you can end the screen share. In other words, someone who was life became death so that you, you, you may be able to partake in the fullness of the life of God. A man, no sin, became sin. God, no sin, became sin. If you study the, 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 the Old Testament and you have a look at something, before Christ, before Christ came, before Christ came physically, right? There were so many conditions that had to be met for even just God to just dwell among the people of Israel. Not because he hated them, it's because he's God. He is holy. That, those were the conditions. Before even a man was to even enter the holies of holies. Not, not, a, not a man can do, do someone. A only priest could go into the holies of holies. Now, the holies of holies, is the temple is within you. That's why the word of God says that. Don't you know that ye are the temple? So now you, you are the temple of God. The spirit of the Lord now dwells in you freely. No price. You didn't have to pay anything. One pound, you didn't have to pay. One piece, not even a, your, nothing. Not even your wake. You didn't have to give your wake. I know how some of you guys, you like your wake. You didn't have to give your wake. Free. 
the word of God says that. Once you, I'll get there. I'll, I, why am I going ahead of myself? I'll get there. We'll get there. So in the Old Testament, there were so many rules. You have to do this. this, 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 this. But for now, God decided to dwell in you, to live life through you. Oh, somebody say glory to God. Glory. Glory. Glory to God. 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 So look at what the word of God says. Second Corinthians chapter 7. I hope everyone has that scripture. And we can end the screenshot. Don't share the screen yet. Don't share the screen yet, okay? So the word of God, the word of God says, I want us to see something. We'll get to we'll get to somewhere. I want us to get to somewhere. So, Exodus 25, verse number 8. I will actually, no, share the screen. Exodus 25, verse 8. I want us to do something. Well, let me make this statement. The intelligence of God is in his ability to use men to reinstate his plan. So, the intelligence of God is wrapped in his ability to use mere men. So that's why the book of, in the book of Ezekiel, the word of God says that I sought for a man, but I couldn't find anybody. I sought for a man, but there was no man to stand in the gap. Why? Because the Lord uses men to initiate and propagate his plans and his purpose into humanity. Okay. Exodus 25, verses the number 8. I want us to see something quickly in scripture. I want everyone to unmute themselves. I want everyone to also get their physical Bible and underline this word. Okay. So this is in the Old Testament. And look at what the word of God says. The word of God says that, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. So I want everyone to highlight the word among. Everyone highlight the word among. We can end the screenshot. So the word of God says that God said to Moses, let them make me a sanctuary so that I can dwell, not in them, but among them. So that I will be there and they'll be around me. That I won't be in them, they won't be in me, but I will just be around them. So let them make a, let them make a sanctuary so that I can dwell in their midst. So the idea of God from the beginning was to have man beside him. You get someone. You get someone. So from the foundations of the world and aeon, the idea of God has always been fellowship. And as I said, the emphasis on this verse is among. 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 Okay. For now, I want you to now go to John 14 verses the number six. Before that, actually go to Philippians 2 verses the number 10. So everyone, we all read the scripture before, how the word of God says among. So the idea of God has always been fellowship. It's always to be has always been to be with the people. Will be something in scripture. So this was in the Old Testament before the death of Christ. So what the scripture says from them, it doesn't say in, it doesn't say to dwell in them and they dwell in them. It says among, I will dwell among. So timing takes me now is second Philippians 2 verses number 10. The word of God says so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth. Okay, so that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and under the earth. Colossians 1 verses the number 19 to 20. Everyone write these scriptures down. So Philippians 2 verses the number 10. Colossians 1 19 verse uh, 19 to 20. Esther, you can put both of these scriptures in the chat. So Colossians 1 verse 19 to 20. The word of God says, For it pleased the Father that in him the fullness of God shall dwell. So remember what I said at, in the beginning. The fullness of Christ the fullness of God is inside of Christ. So that's why when I mention Jesus' name, the fullness of God is activated. So let me tell you a secret. When you say Jesus, 
the fullness of God is this is within you, working through you and working for you. So you see a problem at home. I always made this statement. You just cannot accept problems. You cannot accept, oh, and this is going like this, and yeah, 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 yeah. You can't accept these things because you have access to the fullness of God. God who created the entire universe, you have access to him, not only access to him, but you have access to his power. His power comes by his name. So when I say Jesus, when I say in the name of Jesus, what is happening is that the fullness of God is at my disposal. The fullness of God is at my disposal. So I can't struggle, no one can struggle with sin here, no. No one can struggle with addiction here, no. And there's someone here, you've been lately, I'm saying, I'm talking about from January to now, from this beginning of this year, there's been a desire, a lustful desire that has been bubbling in you. By virtue of this word that is coming, it's withered by the roots. Is withered by the root in Jesus' mighty name. A very, very strong, lustful desire has been bubbling in you, bubbling, bubbling in you. John chapter 14, verse so remember what I said, the fullness of God is inside Christ. Everyone knows this scripture. Let, let, let me read. Actually, I want to study together. So John 14 verse 6. John 14 verses the number 6. Look at what the word of God says. The word of God says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said to him, so everyone unmute yourselves and let us let us read the scripture together. Jesus said to him, so unmute yourself, unmute yourself, everybody, unmute yourself. Everybody. The word of God says, one, two, go. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father and the So we're going to be dissecting this scripture. The word of God says, number one, he is the way. So before any man is able to walk with God, they must walk through Christ because he is the way. I'll make that statement again. Before any man is able to walk with God, before any man is able to have fellowship with God, they must encounter the Christ. They have to walk through Christ to get to God. So you see these other religions, they'll be going to the temple, they'll be going to they'll be going to they'll be going to you have access to God. But the word of God says that the way you have access to God is you have to walk through Christ before you have access to God. So the way means that before there was no way, but because Christ came and died, resurrected and ascended, there has been a way that has been formed for mankind to now have a dwelling in God, through God and by God. Are you guys understanding this? So when Jesus says, I am the way, he's trying to say before there was no way, but because I'm here, the way is me. I am the way. I am the way. So write these points down. Number one, before any man has access to walk with God, to have fellowship with God, they must walk through Christ. Number two, the way means that there was no way, but because Christ died, resurrected, ascended, the way has been paved for mankind to have fellowship with God for free. A way was constructed for God to be one with man. So God killed himself for man to have fellowship with 
ponto. So remember what I said before. What word what word did I tell you guys in the book of Exodus? What word did I tell you guys to highlight? What word? Among please. I told you guys to highlight the word among. So now because of the death of Christ, no longer does man have to no longer does God have to dwell among. God now has the ability to dwell inside a man. In the Old Testament, because the death of Christ was not initiated, the only proximity that God could have with his people was only among them. But because of the death of Jesus Christ, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension, God lives in you. So if God lives in you, how can you struggle with sin? If God lives in you, how can you struggle with death? If God lives in you, how, how, how can the family problems not change? I'm asking you this so you can, you can question yourself because God lives in you. The second point is truth. So, when the word of God talks about truth, the word of God is saying that Christ is the spoken and the fulfilled word of God. Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 3. Be speaking in the language. Unmute yourself where you, uh, wherever you are. Be speaking in the language of the Spirit. Hebrews 12, this is the number one, two, three. Look at what the word of God says. I want Victoria to read it for me. Um, therefore, we also since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and and the sin which so easily ensures us ensnares us and let and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, the cross, the shame. They caused the shame, and I sat down on the right hand side, on the right, on the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Amen. So look at what the word of God says. Look at what the word of God says. You can understand. Looking unto Jesus. So the reason why the word of God says looking unto Jesus is because He is the truth. He is the spoken word and the fulfilled word. When I say the spoken word. Go to Revelations 13, verses the number 8, quickly. Let's put it in the chat quickly. Revelations 13, verses the number 8. So when I talk about spoken word, this is what I mean by spoken word. Spoken word means that before beginning began, the lamb was slain. Because the word of God said the lamb would be slain. So he is the spoken and the fulfilled word of God. Fulfilled word of God means that Jesus came to die resurrect and ascend that is his mandate and his core being fulfilled so he is the truth because what was spoken about him was fulfilled what was spoken about him was fulfilled revelation 13 verse 8 revelation 13 verses number 8 look at what the word of God says, and all and all who dwell on earth will worship him whose name has not been written in the book of life, of the of the Lamb, slain from the foundations of the world. That is what I want you guys to focus on. The word of God says that the Lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. Before beginning began. So that was the spoken word of God. And he fulfilled what he had to do by being slain. I want you guys to always remember this. God didn't have to die for you. He had a choice. 
when Christ came, the same way you have choices, he had choices as well. He didn't have to conform himself to the will of God, no. He had choices. He had choices. But his choice was Esther. His choice was Amma. His choice was Victoria. Why? So that the fullness of God, this is why you, you just cannot accept sickness. This is why you just cannot accept poverty. This is why you just cannot accept some things in your life. Anything that is not the word of God, you just cannot accept. Oh, and woman of God, I feel like in my education, and yeah, 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 there's a knowledge that you don't, you, there is a knowledge that you haven't entered, and you need to enter that. Because he is the truth. So everything around you may be lying. Oh, your, your, your bank account is looking like 0.000. Your education is looking like e, 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 e. Your, your this is looking like e, 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 e. You have access to truth. So what do you do? You exude the truth of God, which is his word, and you alter the cause of that situation. The word of God says that he is the life. So I want you guys to also write these scriptures down for truth. First Peter chapter 1 verse 20 and John 1 verse 1, which we've already read. You don't need to end the screenshot. Just I want I want you guys to write this these scriptures down. So the word of God says that he is the life. He is the life. He is the life. He is the life. So remember what I said. In the Old Testament, in those days before Jesus came, the only access God could have to man was the Lord. But when Christ came, was in. That is life. That is what life is. If you want the definition of what life is, is God dwelling in a man. The fullness of God, I should say, dwelling in a man. That is what life is. The fullness of God. So you, as a believer, you need to express the fullness of the Godhead. Galatians 2 verses the number 20 needs to be your testimony. Let's go there. Galatians 2 verse 20. Look at what the word of God says. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. For the life which I now live is in the flesh. I live by the flesh. In the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but, but the life which I now live is in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God. I want you to quickly also go to quickly 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16. And then we'll see something. So remember, the Old Testament said a monk. Now, look at what the Word of God is saying. First Corinthians 3 verses the number 6. The word of God says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells in you? So I want everyone to say to, to write down the word in you, in you, in you, in you, in you, in you. As to put the scripture ahead. So do you not know that you are the temple of God and the spirit of the Lord? dwells in you the spirit of the lord dwells in you somebody unmute your mic and say that the spirit of the lord dwells in me 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 the advantage of the father dwells in me the advantage of god dwells in me can you see that transition can you see that transition? See how the word of God said among so that I may make, let them make a sanctuary so that I can dwell among them. And look at what the word of God says. Do you not know that ye are the temple of the Holy Spirit? That the spirit of God dwells inside of Amma, inside of Esther, inside of Victoria. That same spirit that resurrected Jesus on the third day dwells within, within you. If that same spirit lives within you, then what would he do? He will quicken your mortal body. That is life. 
So we've spoke about the way, the truth, and the life. That is who Christ is. Life. 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 Oh, somebody declare, I am full of the life of God. 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 So because of Christ, God lives in me. God lives in me. And I want you guys to understand this very, very well. That God, 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 we're not talking about your friend. Yes, he's your friend, but he's not before the beginning began. God lives in me. Not a, a, a mere, a mere mortal, no. The king of kings. When the word of God says king of kings, you know, like kings and there's kings there. No, he's talking about you are a king. He's the king of you. Are you guys understanding that? So when we say king of kings, Lord of lords, it's not, we're not talking about, oh, King uh, Edward and what are the kings? Well, what are the king? King, uh, king Susan. Eh, king Susan the second. We're not talking about those kings. We're talking about you as a king, you as a priest. King of kings. So because he is a king, your nature is kingship. And because your nature is kingship, you make decrees as a king. You alter the cause of, of, the, of the destinies of nations with your lips. In Jesus' mighty name, the nation of the UK is responded. In Jesus' mighty name, I see I see the, the nation of Asia coming to Jesus. This is what kings do. They have the final say. I'm not talking about those things. You as a king, as a priest, you have to have the final say. Your household, you can see that there's your siblings are doing catchments, doing silly, silly things. Jesus mighty name. Your soul belongs to Jesus Christ. I arrest you by the power of the Holy Ghost. Make this declaration, okay? Okay? Yes, please. Oh, somebody say, I am full. The fullness of God dwells in my being.